Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Spurs is a daily podcast covering the San Antonio Spurs. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Audio Boom, and many more. Locked On Spurs will be there waiting for all Spurs fans, whether it be on your daily commute, lunch hour, or whenever you have time, Locked On Spurs will bring you the latest on the silver and black. Now, let's talk some Spurs. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your designated driver for today's show, Jeff Garcia. And today, we're going to put in the spotlight DeJounte Murray. As you know, he's been on assignment in the D-League playing for the San Antonio Spurs affiliate, Austin Spurs. How original was that name after changing the name from the Toros to the Spurs? But he has been with the Austin Spurs for uh, quite a few games already. You know, he's been there developing his craft, uh, hoping to learn more about the Spurs system. And it's time to check in. How's he been? How's he doing? Short and quick of it right now, he's been, eh, I guess. And uh, I guess another word or words I can use to describe him right now playing in Austin is he still has a long way to go. So we're going to put DeJounte Murray in the hot seat today. We're going to go over some stats, talk about his play, um, check out uh, how he's been playing just on the floor, not necessarily beyond the stats, uh, with the Austin Spurs. And I've been keeping up with him since he's been on assignment recently in this recent stint with the Austin Spurs. And just give you my thoughts on what he's been up to and how he's been looking. But before I do that, real quickly... I want to remind you to uh, check out BetDSI.com. And with the NBA season in full swing, now's the time to hop on in and uh, hopefully make some money off uh, your favorite uh, team. So obviously you love the NBA. You want to get in the action. As I mentioned, check out BetDSI.com. They've been in the business for over 20 years. Top-rated business, safe. I play there. You should play there too. They have a great NBA special going on right now. If you sign up today, you get 10 bucks free just to try their service. So, pretty sweet, huh? They're also offering a 100% bonus on your first deposit. Great customer service, fast and easy payments of winnings, hundreds of football and basketball wagers to choose from. BetDSI even has live in-game wagering on all football, basketball, and other sporting events. You can play pretty much everything on BetDSI. So go to BetDSI.com right now. That's BetDSI.com. Go there and use promo code SPURS10. Again, that's SPURS10. 
and you're going to get your free wager and start winning today. Promo code SPURS10. Start winning right now. All right. With that out of the way, let's go ahead and uh, see how the rookie, DeJounte Murray, has been faring uh, with the Austin Spurs. So he has played in grand total of 10 games for Austin. He's currently averaging 15.7 points, 7 rebounds, 6.8 assists, and he is shooting 42.8% from the field. Uh, and then comes some big pros and some big, very big cons. So I'll start off with the bad news first, all right? Because that's everybody wants to know that whenever they're given an option. The bad news. As I mentioned, he's still a work in progress. Let's start off with the fact that he cannot make a three-pointer to save his butt. He is averaging 10 games so far with Austin, 13.3% from behind the arc. He's only attempted three shots, and he's only made like one of them. I don't know if the uh, Austin coaching staff is trying to get him to develop more of a mid-range game, because we're going to talk about that in a bit, or become more of a slasher, but... If he wants to be an all-around player, he needs to work on his perimeter threat. Now, coming out of Washington, he wasn't really known for being a uh, outside shooter. He was known for a slasher, a guy who can find the open man, uh, get to the rim. And he's been proving that in Austin. But, again, he's now in the NBA. He's been drafted in the first round. It's time to develop a larger game. And what better way to enhance your game then start knocking down some shots especially from uh, deep look the nba is turning into a three-point happy league that is the trend right now look at the warriors look at the spurs look at the Cavs. uh so and the list goes on and on if the spurs still want to contend and keep up with the joneses so to speak the jante murray needs to start developing that three-point shot he is the future of this team, albeit there's so many things could happen to him. An injury, a trade, uh, whatnot, a free agency. But as of now, he is part of the Spurs' plan. He is a good piece going forward in the post-Tim Duncan era. But right now, he really hasn't been proving a lot in Austin. 13% shooting from deep, he has to improve on that. All right, let's move on to perhaps the biggest issue I have and the biggest issue you should have right now. When it comes to young Murray through 10 games. Now I'm going to make a caveat right now. As I'm recording this show, the Austin Spurs are in action. So obviously these numbers can change, but we're going to just go what we have right now through 10 games for DeJounte. This is the big issue I have with him. He is averaging a whopping 5.1 turnovers per game. Let me repeat that. 5.1 turnovers per game through 10 games. That is not good whatsoever. You cannot be coughing up the ball, especially if you're a rookie looking to make your way onto the big scene, the NBA, and make an impact with the Spurs. Granted, he's just a kid. He's what, 20 years old. But 5.1 turnovers per game, that tells me a lot. You add the fact that he, you know, he is averaging close to 7 assists a game, 6.8 to be exact, but that assist to turnover ratio, that's almost one for one. One assist, one turnover. One assist, one turnover. That is just not good. I mean, you're just canceling out all the good you're doing on the assist category by coughing the ball over almost uh, a little shade over five times per game. 
So you look at what is going on. Is he forcing the action? Is he careless with the ball? Is he just trying to do too much? Pretty much in a nutshell, all of the above. I've watched him in a couple games uh, for Austin, and he really is trying to stand out above the rest. And that's fine. I get that. You know, you, you should, you know, DeJounte Murray should be playing heads above the rest. He is in that situation right now where he's not good. He's good enough for the uh, D league and then some, but he's just not yet ready for that NBA and crack that rotation. So he's kind of in the middle, but there is no reason for him to not shine in the D league to not shine uh, against uh, players that maybe aren't that quite ready yet to make the leap into the NBA. So you see, at least I've seen him force a lot of the action. He penetrates and he does a good job of that, by the way. Talk about that in a bit. But, and then he'll look for a guy and just, I guess for the lack of a better word, try to get fancy with it. You know, he'll turn the ball over, uh, careless uh, dribbling, you know, you, you can point the finger at, well, you know, his teammate wasn't at the right spot when he passed the ball. But it really falls on him. He is a point guard. He is the floor general. You cannot have your point guard turn the ball over and not getting the offense set, not getting the team in rhythm. Those turnovers are costly. Luckily for him, this is in the D-League, and I have nothing to knock on the D-League. It's great talent over there, but he is just showing that he needs to perhaps work on the finer things, maybe understanding the, the game better, developing his basketball IQ more so than what it is right now. 5.1 turnovers really doesn't sit well with me, shouldn't sit well with you, shouldn't sit well with the San Antonio Spurs coaching staff who are looking at him like, what are you doing? Now let's break these numbers down a little bit more. If you look at what he's doing in Austin now, he's played five home games and five road games for the Austin Spurs. And at home, he's averaging 5.6 turnovers per game. On the road, he's averaging 4.6 turnovers a game. Overall, this just makes a detrimental impact for for the Austin Spurs. You factor in that he cannot hit a three-point shot. He's coughing the ball up as as much as he has. This all just turns into a net rating of minus 4.5 through 10 games for DeJounte Murray. So he's actually hurting the Austin Spurs more so than helping them. And you want to look right at that, that assist to turnover ratio that's way too close. And of course, you know, the fact that he can't hit his outside shots, you know, for, you might be looking, oh, well, he's close to shooting, what, 43% from the from the field and ten, through 10 games. That's great. But he's only made 6.2 field goals. He's attempted 14 and a half through 10 games. So he needs to start getting that down. He's... And again, we'll talk about his positives in a bit. We're getting all the negatives out of the way first. He's he's just he's just too young still. He's just trying to do a lot more. He's not his head is not in the game where it needs to be right now. Is is it great that he's playing in Austin? Yes, I absolutely agree that he should be in Austin. As a matter of fact, I'm the first proponent to say he needs to stay at the Austin Spurs the entire season barring any catastrophic injury to a San Antonio Spurs player where they need him. But should everything just run smoothly and no injuries or something drastic, he needs to stay in Austin. It's only going to do him good. Gets to learn the Spurs set, gets reps on the court, gets his shot up, learns, 
learns the Spurs system, learns what it is to play at the NBA level, and so on and so forth. But right now, it looks like he's still a work in progress. So let's move back to the the field goal percentage overall and how he's been uh, faring with the Austin Spurs. As I mentioned, you know, he hasn't really taken that many shots. He's attempted four, 14 and a half shots, and he's made 6.2 of those. And if you look at his shot chart overall, let's just put it this way. It's it's not good. You, you, you look at straight away from beyond the arc, uh, just right at top of the key, he's one for eight from the three-point shot. You're looking at the left side of uh, the three-point arc, not the corner left, but just that outside, the left side perimeter. He's taken 10 shots. He hasn't made one. Now, the left corner three-point shot, he's one for two, 50%. But the right corner, he's 0 for three. So he obviously has issues developing his shot. He needs to work with Chip England. That three-point shot, something's wrong. It needs to be adjusted. Now, where he excels, as I mentioned, is near the rim, near that painted area going towards the basket. All right. But before we do that, I just want to wrap up his cons. The biggest cons right now is he needs to work on his shooting. He needs to take care of that basketball because he's only hurting the Austin Spurs through 10 games. So let's shift now to what he's, what's the positive. What has he been doing good? Again, we're going to start off with the shot chart. Where he excels is slashing at the rim. Right around the painted area, right around the rim, maybe the um, the uh, wings, that mid-range area, he excels. At the rim, he's 44 of 84 uh, shot attempts for Austin. He's shooting about 52% in the rim area. That's about the rim and five feet out. So he does well. So that tells me he's slashing. He knows how to finish. He's bodying up on defensive players, the big guys, you know, getting layups, finishing strong at the rim. Now you look at the uh, just right outside of uh, the uh, the paint, the wing areas, he's doing well. He's shooting 62.5%. He's shooting on the left-hand side. And on the right, he's shooting 50%. So that is good. looks like that's his strength right now. Obviously, is the mid-range game and slash to the basket. He's developing that. That's still going on. And I think the Spurs are definitely going to need that uh, in the future, maybe this year, maybe next year when he's seasoned. And let's not forget, he's a very lanky, tall guard. He's a big guard. He needs that size on his frame, but he has all the makings to be a great threat getting to the rim. He has long arms. I've seen him cut in the games I've watched. He cuts to the, uh, the, to the rim. He swings the ball over the uh, defenders with those long arms, and he can easily wing around his arm against the defender for easy layup. So he utilizes that great. So kudos to him. He's doing a phenomenal job at or near the rim in 10, 10 games for the Austin Spurs. What else has he been doing good? As I mentioned before, I alluded to it, his assist. He definitely can find the guy. He's averaging close to seven assists per game. Uh, during his time with the Austin Spurs. And he does that off penetration. He'll penetrate and kick out, and he'll find the open guy, and usually they'll knock it down, whether it be a mid-range shot or an easy bucket. And he has the ability to collapse the defense, again, because of his dribble penetration, that first step, that quick first step to the rim. That allows for the defense to collapse if he finds the open guy, and he's been really, really good at that. Another thing that's standing out for me and it should stand out for you as far as his development is that he's actually rebounding pretty well 
Uh, again, through 10 games with Austin, he's averaging 7 rebounds per game, 5.4 on the defensive end, and close to 2, 1.6 on the offensive end. And he utilizes his length greatly in Austin. He can grab those rebounds, he can get those misses, and he's showing that he has a knack for that as well. His free throw percentage could use some work. It's decent. It's not the greatest. I would expect a lot more. I didn't, I didn't know whether to slot this as a con or a pro, but I'm going to slot it as a pro light. 67% from the free throw line. He's um, he's attempted 4, 4.3, and he, he, you know, so he needs, so he can knock the shots down, the free throw shots down, and that's good, but he needs to get there with more frequency. So, this is one of those pro and con thing. Pro, he can knock down the free throw shots. Con, he needs to start creating uh, fouls to that send them to the line. He needs to, um, you know, body up guys, um, pump fake, let them fall on them on him. He needs to do things like that. So he definitely can knock down the shot. It's just a matter of getting to that charity stripe and doing what he can do best. And of course, that's putting points up. So he's looking. He's still a work in progress. He still needs to get there. He's not there yet. And the issue is simply this. He's just still raw. That's what it really comes down to. He is still raw. He, you know, I get it. You know, the lore of the NBA, who who wouldn't want to come and make millions of dollars in the NBA? Any kid would want to. I would want to. If I was blessed with the talents and the physical stature that these guys have. But there are times during their journey like DeJounte, he needs to be humble and realize that maybe the NBA is there for him and it will be there for him, but he needs more seasoning. And that's exactly what he's doing in Austin. So those are pretty much some of the overall stats of what he's been doing recently uh, for the Austin Spurs. Well, let's take a look at his last five games. In his last five games, he's shooting 42% from the field. He's still struggling at a three-point line. I grant you, he's only attempted three shots, and he's probably made one of those. He's shooting 20%, but he needs to develop more confidence. So you're you're looking at pretty much almost the same player that we've been seeing in, through 10 games versus the last five games. So, But continuing on with the theme of the last five games for DeJounte, uh, his free throw percentage is about spot on. He's averaging 63% in the last five games, kind of trailed off a bit. Considering overall through 10, he's at 67. His reboundings have dipped a bit in the last five games. He's grabbing about five on the on the season. At least through 10 games, he's averaging about seven. Now, I don't know if this is a positive or negative, but I'm going to take it as a positive. I'm looking for something to shine some light on DeJounte. Again, for the 10 games, he's averaging close to 5.1 turnovers. In the last five games, he's down to 4.8. So he shaved off one rebound. I'll take it. I think you should take it too. Uh, and uh, But his, his production offensively has dipped. He's averaging 13.8 points per game in the last five. That could be attributed to the fact that his minutes have decreased just a slightly to 31.7 in the last five versus 33.9 overall in 10 games. And it's all this is just making for a net of... Minus 5.8. So he's definitely not, he may be putting up the numbers, but he's not helping the Austin Spurs as much as he should. Negative 5.8 on the D League level for a guy who's drafted first round. Hmm, kind of makes you say, yeah, he's just not ready. You know, you also throw in the fact that 
His rebounding numbers have slipped from seven up on the season versus the last five games to five. So he's still a work in progress. That's basically what I guess I should call this show a work in progress. And we're seeing it right now. Now, of course, will the Spurs recall him? More than likely. Should they recall him? No, they shouldn't. You know, you're seeing players like Brent Forbes. He's out there in a stint right now with the Spurs, Austin Spurs, that is. So it's not uncommon for these rookies. Even Davis Bertans has been out there a couple of times. But they, the Spurs are signaling to DeJounte that you may have to stay there longer than these other rookies. That's what I'm looking at right now. Bertans is showing that he can play on the on this level. He gets in fights. So he's bringing the tenacity. He can knock down the three-point shot. You've seen it. I've seen it. So Bertans is an asset. Brent Forbes, that one kind of... He has me scratching my head. They kept him on that roster, the Spurs roster, deep buried in the bench for quite some time when I was screaming, well, why don't you just shelve him in the Austin, uh, with the Austin team? They did, uh, but you know, you, you, you kind of wonder what were they doing with him? Did they see something in practice that he was doing? So they want to keep, keep him on the roster. Nonetheless, doesn't matter. He's with the Austin Spurs right now. But DeJounte, that's who we're talking about tonight. DeJounte. He's still there. They're not recalling him. I don't see any sign that they're going to recall him anytime soon. Manu's playing great. Patty is playing great. Jonathan Simmons is playing solid. Tony Parker is playing good. You know, he has his games. Danny Green is uh, up and down, but, you know, more downs than ups lately. But nonetheless, he's still back. He's showing that perimeter defense. So it could be also the fact that DeJounte is just the odd man out right now. So instead of burying a 20-year-old guy on the bench, put him in Austin. I take it a step forward, leave him in Austin. No knock on him. He just needs time. He just needs time to grow. And that's exactly what he's going to get with the Austin Spurs. You know, and as much as you want to say that maybe that Danny Green is big shot Danny, no, he's not right now. And you might think like, Danny Green, you know, uh, needs to be decreased in minutes right now. Maybe let Murray play. Keep this in mind. DeJounte Murray may be putting up numbers that wow you at first blush and will make you jump at the fact that, oh, he's ready. At He had a triple-double for uh, the Austin Spurs in a recent game. But if you dug deeper in that triple-double, you will see how horrific he shot in that game. I Don't quote me on that. It was like 2 for 11 or 2 for 12. He turned the ball over close to five times in that game. Yeah, and it was a very minimal triple-double. 10 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds. You know, it's still good, but you know you can't be shooting two for something in the D-League, DeJounte Murray, when you're obviously a first-round material. And of course, it's not unheard of. There's been other uh, first-round draft picks that have been sent to the D-League and just haven't panned out. Remember this guy, Hashim Thabit? Remember him? Yeah, so but we hope that DeJounte Murray doesn't go that avenue and more so goes the other avenue where he becomes a productive member of the San Antonio Spurs. So overall, DeJounte Murray is still working on his craft. I say leave him there. I want to know what you think. Should the Spurs leave him there the entire season? Bring him back where he can get some reps on the NBA level? Or maybe just another option I haven't thought of. Email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. Or uh, follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Love to hear what you have to think. 
about DeJounte Murray. But with that, I'm going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. 